Hey everybody, this is Steve. And this is Parn Parn. And welcome back to Flippin' and Mashing, where we do a lot of flipping and some button mashing. We do only button mashing, I feel Yeah, like. we haven't done a lot of flipping recently. Speaking of which, though, you have uh, done some big updates down at our bar that we go to a lot. They have Jurassic Park, and you uploaded some new software for uh, Jurassic Park Pinball Machine. The yeah. new Jurassic Park Pinball. Yeah, so it's the Stern Pro. Mm-hmm. We are now at version 1.0.0. Okay. Which is pretty cool. So what is the difference between this one and the other one? Is it a big dramatic difference or is it just like one new mode? Or one new call out? No, it was a bunch. Um, the, the biggest change was they added a challenge mode. So what, what, what does that mean? That sounds cool. I like it. Is it like a multiplayer kind of thing? Challenge mode... They basically took the final wizard mode of the game, uh-huh. which I'm assuming not a lot of people get to, unless you, maybe you're really good at pinball or you have it in your house, uh-huh. and they, they made it its own mode. Luckily, that mode has its own scoring that is, stays with it. So it, if you play that mode, your high scores aren't going into the, ga- into the normal game or anything. Okay. So how this works is you put your dollar into the game. Sure. You hold both flipper buttons, uh-huh. and then you can pick a mode to play. So you All can- right, so this is actually big for anybody right now who's listening who wants to play Jurassic Park, and if it has been updated, or if not, I mean, this is a good way to find out if it's been updated, hold down both flippers after you put in your money, and then up will come challenge mode. Is that what you're saying? It, it, comes, up, it comes up mode selection. So you can pick standard gameplay, tournament, and this mode, which is a challenge mode. Okay, has it always been like a mode selector if it, by holding down? No, this is all new. Okay, gotcha. So what's the difference between tournament mode? Uh, tournament mode, is, they used to put the tournament button on the front of the game. Uh-huh. So you press tournament. Um, I, if I remember correctly, when mm-hmm. it's in tournament play, you hit tournament and you get one ball to put a high score up, mm-hmm. and that's it. Okay, all right. I th- think. Well, that's kind of a unique and cool... That's what we did down at um, SS Billiards. Uh-huh. He would have tournament mode on, and you would hit the button. There would, there, you had one ball to put up as big a score you could, and then at the end of the day or end of the tournament, that high score would get a prize. I like that a lot. But yeah, you that's just get one cool. shot. All right, so let's double back to challenge mode. Tell me about challenge mode. <clears throat> so you put the dollar in, you hold the flippers, you pick challenge mode. It is the final wizard mode of... Jurassic Park, right? They took the final mode, uh, and then they, they copied it and pasted it into a playable mode for everybody. You can still play four-player on it. We did it at the bar. Awesome. Uh, the night I did it. And what this does is, this mode, you have to rescue... It's called... The, the, the name is called Escape from Nublar. So you have to rescue people mm-hmm. and then escape. And you have multiple like um, sections of the island that you have to then move to. Okay. So not only do you have to rescue people while you're playing, so you have to hit sh- certain shots to like pick people up. You then have to fuel your vehicle. So does the does the vehicle slowly drain? Yeah, nice. and then you lose. You get three trucks, aka three balls. Okay. So if you run out of gas, you lose a truck. Okay. If you drain, you lose a truck. If you lose a truck, do you lose all the passengers? I don't think so. I think it's just like okay. uh, it's the truck you're on. Right, right. So you, you get to keep going. Okay, I got but you. you don't rotate. So if we played four-player, one person plays their entire game, then it's the next person. Oh. You don't like 
you don't change but, every ball. Uh, that's fine, but that works, and it kind of keeps it consistent, keeps your memory locked in what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, and it's it plays different than a normal game. Um, and if you want to be in that flow of shooting, you kind of need to have ball totally. the ball. Um, so when you hit shots that aren't lit, like um like a rescue shot that like you hit an old rescue shot that you already collected, yeah, and it moved to the next one, yeah. So all the shots that aren't lit, they don't do anything. Okay. It means nothing. It's just a total waste of your shot in the first place. So you place. have to hit shots. Gotcha. This is a challenge mode. This is a purposeful game. This is not flipping and mashing. <laughs> yeah, no. So um, I did put up a quote-unquote top score for uh, no one having played before. <laughs> nice. Okay. It was like $79 million. Um, And I made it to section two or three. I got decently far. Um the cool part is there's a lot of ball saves. Uh-huh. Like you can enable that left ball save and with certain thing target shots. And then there's a bunch of times we're down the middle. It like randomly was blinking and I got my ball back. So there must be a bunch of ways to um, keep your ball going. Interesting. Uh, it was very fun because like I said, it's very specific. You have to hit certain shots. Otherwise you just run out of gas and die. The only problem was um, it says you hit the Raptor shot to fill up gas sure and so i kept aiming for it thinking i was hitting it but like the ball would go in come out and it's like you're low on gas i'm like bitch i just hit the raptor shot did it not go far enough in or something so i need to figure that out like <clears throat> sometimes targets on pinball machines they get kind of crooked the stand-up targets mm-hmm. and then they stop registering as well interesting um and so i don't know if the targets are crooked and they're not registering or you just have to hit it Harder or different or sure. the gas wasn't filling up fast enough. So, okay. And, and as of right now, you haven't uh, played it enough to figure out what the actual answer is. It's like, so if you, could, you hit it hard enough or it's just not registering. Yeah, I should have. When I had the glass off, I should have checked. I mean, was it registering sometimes? I don't know. Oh. I have no idea. Okay. What I need to do is take the glass off, do a switch test, and poke the switches with my finger. Gotcha. This Thursday... I have no children, so if you want oh, wow. to... I'll probably have a second child <laughs> yeah, on Thursday night. Actually, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. We can try to plan for it. Um, I also installed Stern's like, recalled post fix. Um, the post they shipped literally just screwed into a T-nut underneath the play field, and that sucked. Because Did it bust off? It backed itself out every, like within five games. Huh. And so I was, I was going back, retightening it, using Threadlock. Nothing fixed it. So the fix is it's a new post that's deeper. You take out the T-nut, take out the old post, you put this new post through, it uses a nylon lock nut. It was spinning itself out? Correct. I don't understand how this got through testing. Oh, so this is a a thing. It's not just with your machine. Oh, no, it's a lot of people's machines. Interesting. Again, I do not understand how this made it through testing. Strange. Well, I mean... Well, because here's what happened. The post starts backing up, and then it can wobble. Mm-hmm. And then when people just keep playing, which obviously happens at a bar. It just knocks it off entirely. No, Well, yeah, it does. But then the post keeps hitting the play field, which then makes all the art chip up. Oh, no. So now we're missing art. That's terrible. Yep. Brand new game. Thousand plays. Oh, shit. That sucks. Um, a lot. I don't know. Um, the, the distributor that the bar owner uses is kind of like 
their distributor locally, then they use a bigger distributor. Right. And then it's Stern. And so... They're a multiple middleman. I went to Stern directly for the re- replacement parts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. under warranty. Mm-hmm. But I can have Mike tell his distributor, but they were... They've been so crappy to work with on getting replacement stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't... I mean, I'll tell them to do it, but it's it's going to be really a crap show. Which you've already contacted, Stern? No, not about the playfield art. That's because gotcha. I don't I don't own the I, game. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I guess I could just for your parts alone, but basically to complain and says, "Hey, because of your shoddy work, I now have a playfield that's all chipped up. What do you want to do about it?" Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, and I mean, it's a bar game. It's going to get beat on. I get it, but at the same time, this now devalues does the it, game. A does little it bit. look really bad? So they shipped a new bigger washer with the new post that covers up most of it. Okay. But there's still chunks not covered up. Okay. So the damage is done. It can only get worse. Yeah. It needs to get taken care of sooner than later. But like when my play field was bad on Metallica, I had to go through my distributor. That's how that works, right? Mm-hmm. Stern doesn't want to have to do everything customer support-wise. You go through your distributor. Mm-hmm. But since his distributor is a cumbersome process, I'll let him know, but we'll see. Now, does happens. he own both of these games? Like, he flat out own them? Yep. Okay. So... After that, I cleaned and waxed both the Munsters Pro and Jurassic Park. Games play great. I probably should get new balls in them because they have over a thousand plays. So, the balls, the stock balls, like from Stern, start pitting and becoming horrible. gotcha. Gotcha. I remember you got you gave me new balls a while ago uh, for that reason, but I was trying to remember why why you would need new balls because in my in my head they're like invincible. But you're right. They eventually begin to, to dent over yeah, time. Yeah, they totally do. Um, I haven't had too much time. I mean, even my home, my home games and all my other games, I just have been neglecting. I did get something on my butt and started working on Baywatch to sell it. I put the shaker motor in. I just have like two more wires to finish into the cabinet. And then... What are you planning on doing with Baywatch? You planning on keeping selling that? Selling it. No, okay. it's, it's going for sale. Gotcha. I got the new DMD over Christmas down in the cities from someone who had a home, decently home, most of the life home use only. Um, so the display was nice. Is that display already in? Yeah, I put the new display in because my, my display was kind of gassing out, right? So it would take one to two minutes for it to show up. Mm-hmm. So you'd start a game and you wouldn't see anything. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then like a minute into gameplay, it'd start coming in, like fading in, which is common on these big, you know, because it's the super size one. But the problem is they're so expensive. So I got a used new display that works good. This is a Sega machine, correct? Yeah. Um, Sega has, in general, been out of hardware for a long time, correct? Unfortunately. And that goes across everything. And that goes with, with video games and obviously pinball machines. Has there ever been any talk of Sega ever wanting to get back into the market? I heard rumor um, recently that they might, you know, when the Sega Genesis Mini did well, Mm-hmm. Their properties are becoming popular again. I'm assuming because of the nostalgia and wanting remakes. Um, I heard a rumor there's a bunch of Dreamcast lovers, and they've been bugging Sega about doing a Dreamcast like remake or something. Okay. And there kind of was something that they might be back into hardware, but I don't know. Okay, so this last machine that they made when i when i say machine i do not mean pinball machine 
the last uh, video game uh, retro remake that they put out, did they actually make that themselves? Yeah. So what happened was, similar to their Sonic movie, they announced a new Sega Genesis Mini teamed up with At Games. The community obviously took out their pitchforks and and fire torches. (laughs) And it was like, no one wants these crappy At Games consoles. They suck so bad. They really do. And so they must have actually listened. And they then came back. I don't know. I don't remember how how long it took them to come back. They said, hey, we're going to pull this in-house. Okay. And they, what they released was what people think is great. Do you have one? No. Okay. And I just haven't bought one. Okay. I would like one. To get one, obviously you can't just go down to the store and buy it. You could, and I don't know about it anymore. I don't know if they, like Nintendo did a limited run, right? Like they produced X thousand and that was it. See, the problem is what I'm afraid of, if I went down to the store right now, let's say I went down to Target and started to go try to look for this thing. What I would be afraid of is that I would grab one of these knockoff ones. <sighs> no, Steve. Don't do it. Well, no, no, I, no, I'm saying I know. I would be afraid that I would purchase a knockoff one by accident. Looking for the official one because there's a lot of knockoff retro game systems out there that mimic either like the Super Nintendo or uh, Sega. There's several that m- mimic Sega and uh, what's the Sega handheld called? The Sega Game Gear. Game Gear. Yeah. So there's a couple that mimic it, and obviously it's been licensed out by uh, Sega already for that purpose. So I would like the official Sega one, but I mean, I would. I, what I'd be afraid of is that I'd show up, purchase this, open it up, it'd be this really cheap plastic and uh, cheap software in there, and it would just feel bad and, and unenjoyable. They should say, like, at games versions should say on it. Let's see, so Amazon sells them. Yeah, they're out. So you have to get either someone has one in stock or you're buying a used one. Interesting. Do you know what the limit was? Like how many they made? No idea. I I was very interested in this. Um, the problem was it came out, and I already got the PlayStation One Classic, and so my wife mm-hmm. was like, "You are buying mini consoles of sure. consoles you already own." Sure. And I said, "I know. I know." No, I I was interested in in it as well, but I just uh, I never purchased it for the exact reason I just stated right now. I was afraid that I was going to show up. And I was going to buy the knockoff one instead of the real one. Walmart has it ready to go oh. online. You can just online buy it and ship it. Okay. Yeah. Well, for, I guess, listeners out there right now, you can for $60, you can get the official Sega. Does that come with two controllers? It does. How cool is that? Here's the problem, though, I guess, is that some games either are made for or work better with the six button that came from Sega, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but these Batwing ones are the two that come with it. And these are the original controllers, probably, I'm assuming. These are the original controllers that came with the Model 1 Genesis. Sure. That's, I, I get it. I know I know what you're saying. Um, but, I mean, just think. When you play a fighting game, I, I remember when I had my Genesis, uh-huh. and I only had the Batwing. Uh-huh. It's three buttons, A, B, C. Uh-huh. Well, at a buddy's house, I had played Street Fighter 2 uh-huh. on a Super Nintendo. Uh-huh. How many buttons are on that? Quite a few. Like four buttons plus you have uh, on the, the triggers on the face, plus the two triggers 
Oh, there's only two triggers? Yep. Okay. Left and right. Gotcha. Then, out of, hey, I like this game at the rental store. I rented Street Fighter. Yeah. Sega Genesis. Uh How the hell do you go from six buttons to three buttons? How did they dumb it down? Do you remember? I have no idea because I got so frustrated. We went back that same day to exchange it because I was like, I don't know how to play this game. Interesting. I wonder how they did it. I'm, yeah, I'm assuming they like, must have dumbed it down to only like one punch, one kick, one jump. Some well, jump probably was up, but then okay. it depends if you're going like up diagonal, might have been high punch, and then down diagonal might have been low punch. Yeah, but then there's like there was high kick, low kick, high punch, low punch, block, which because like, there Mortal should be what, what it should be is there should be a heavy punch and a light punch, correct? And a heavy kick and a light kick. I, I haven't played Street Fighter for so long that I don't remember. See, I, I have a feeling that that's what the difference is. So somehow they dumbed it down to be only half the amount of buttons. I don't know. It's interesting. That's very interesting. What I think would be really cool is if Genesis, if they wanted to get back into pinball, just kind of doing what they're doing right here, just doing retro remakes, they don't even have to make a brand new game. Just reselling the content that they already have for the modern era, they could do what uh, is being done right now with like those uh, virtual pinball machines, the smaller virtual pinball mm, machines. Yeah, and they could sell all of their pinball machines all in one off of a small one. I would totally but see buy the promise. Only the fan base has created the virtual versions of them. What's that one that's being sold right now on, on Walmart.com? Toy Shock? So that's not an official branded, like... Well, wait. Because Stern owns Sega's seat oh. rights of the pinball. So Stern would have to put it out. I th- who Unle- made... Unless Sega wanted to re- re- rebuy it. I think... I think that um, Sega did Starship Troopers and... So a handful of Sega pinball machines have been recreated by the Pinball Arcade, Farsight Studios. But they have a lot of good games. Apollo 13, Batman Forever, which you love, Baywatch, Godzilla, Goldeneye, Golden Q, Harley Davidson. They have Goldeneye? Yep. Independence Day, Lost in Space, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, Maverick, South Park, Space Jam, Star Wars Trilogy, Starship Is, is Maverick, Maverick the, like the gambler or Maverick yeah. as an... Okay. They have, a lot of night, they have a lot of good IPs here. Lost World Jurassic Park, The X-Files, Twister, Viper, Night Driving. Come on. That's a lot of good IPs. It's a good IPs. The games were mediocre. Sure. Um, there's a couple of good ones. Like Batman Forever kind of plays fun because there's so much crap on it. Baywatch is also said to be a really good game. I just it didn't click with me. It is a good game. A lot of people like Goldeneye. Independence Day, I don't know. Kind of clunk to me. Lost in Space was kind of clunk. South Park, freaking rocks on the route because everybody knows south park doesn't mm. matter how easy the game is how dumb the game is that game makes lots of money just because it's so familiar to people yes there was a friend of mine that routed down the twin cities and he had like his south park would beat out his medieval madness um so you have theme proving if south park can beat out medieval which is a better game sure that on route to get on route, you will have f- pinball fans that, that will play Medieval Madness a bunch. Right. But for the majority, it's in public. So right. you're going to have a bunch of public um, random mm-hmm. people come up. 
mm-hmm. and they are going to put money into themes. I agree. I, I've always been uh, a big, I don't want to say advocate, but I, I've always believed that IP is what technically matters most when it comes to trying to make money or even making a game. I get that making a good game is it should be maybe the most important part, but it seems to me like you could have an incredible game, but if it's not a somewhat known IP, it's very difficult people for people to, to purchase it. Whereas like you could slap star Wars on anything and they'll buy it. Yeah. Which I think was then proven again. Right. So the pinball community for the last couple of years have <clears throat> whined and complained. They wanted a non-licensed game. Mm-hmm. Spooky pinball comes out. They released America's most haunted. Sure. Given it was the first game, wasn't um, an, a superstar of a game, but it was funny. I thought it was funny, and it was a really good first effort, mm-hmm. and it didn't sell very well. Right. Then Stern comes out with Black Knight 3. Given I enjoy the game, I get why people think it's a poor sequel to Black Knight 2K, because sure. it doesn't have the upper play field in the pro, but it still didn't sell that great. Who else released one? Oh, Great American Pinball. They've released two unlicensed games. They released Houdini. And what was their second one? Oh, Oktoberfest. Okay. They sell okay. Wait, is Oktoberfest the game that's very similar to the Watermelon game? No. Okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah, so Oktoberfest is just kind of like about Oktoberfest in Germany. Sure. Um, I heard it's pretty good, but it's, a, again, a not licensed theme. I think the problem is that people have these nostalgic memories like they're looking they're they're hindsighting they're they had medieval madness from 95 or whatever mm-hmm. and it's already proven that's a good game mm-hmm. so they just think that oh well it's easy to make an, a new unlicensed game mm-hmm. look at this you have this blockbuster from just just do that again or if they look back and say well black knight was really good yeah, you know, it was. It's also been around since the 80s. So the fact that you even know about it is just simply because it's been around for so long. Kind of like that one haunting, the Haunted House game, what's that one called? Haunted House. It was just called Haunted House. It's a well-known game because it's been around for a very long time. If you came out with it today, there's no yeah. reason for me to buy it or, or reason to get excited <clears throat> about it. If you maybe attached it to like a horror like film series and then just, you know same exact concept, just slap somebody's face on there, all of a sudden it becomes so much more valuable. But, and that's the thing. Back in the pinball heyday when these games came out, it didn't matter what Absolutely. the theme was. You it could was just, a new yep. pinball. Yep. And now you're having to fight video games, Correct. entertainment, yep. um, all that stuff. And while I enjoy having these random themes, I mean, think of a game. There's a is game it, called Diner. Sure. It's about serving food to people. Right. Do you think that would sell well today? No. You could maybe make a sequel off the original diner. Right. Or, you know what, again, this isn't that hard to... It is still using a different license. But let's say you used like one of those like, cheap licenses from one of those like mobile diner games. You know what I'm talking about? Diner Dash. Diner Dash, something like that. If you ripped it off of there and just called it Diner Dash, so everything was basically exactly the same, but you slapped that IP on it, people would be interested. Again, you need <clears throat> an external IP. Yeah. Um, this is, again, they, you will always sell more with IP. Which, right. like Star Wars, so many people thought that game was a stinker when it came out. Sure. I don't like it that much. Sure. Doesn't matter. It sold buttloads just because of that, the logo on it. And I'm assuming it made money on route because people put a dollar. They might have not liked the gameplay, but 
new people right. don't I don't think they care. No. They don't. The non-pinball players? A lot of it has to do only with IP. Let's see what this one does. Because in their mind, a pinball machine's a pinball machine. And even if, okay, somebody who maybe plays them a bunch, they can tell the difference between uh, a good pinball machine versus just an average or a poor pinball machine. They are still going to be ready with their money when they see an IP that they like. And again, we have proof, very recent proof of Black Knight versus Deadpool. They both came out pretty similar time eras, and Deadpool sold out the wazoo because there's a movie and everything else recently, and then you have Black Knight, which is, a, in my opinion, a fantastic game, but can't sell anywhere close to the numbers. What I find... Okay, so fix on my side, it's not Great American Pinball, it's American Pinball. Um, sure. <clears throat> they're in Illinois. Okay. But... To the point of Deadpool, when Deadpool was announced, people flipped shit that it wasn't movie Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, like they were pissed. Mm. And then it came out that it's cartoon. It's so much better it was than the it's a cartoon. Actor that played Dead, like Deadpool's voice from the cartoon, sure, and the comic. So then all of a sudden it was okay. And actually, it's now turning out to be one of the better games. It's I a, still think it's just okay. Like I just don't. I'm so glad that they didn't just copy the movie. Because it's so much more valuable now. They're able to do so much more stuff. Well, Whereas if yeah, they were you're not pinned into that, that era, that actor. Absolutely. Like, look at Game of Thrones. That is now stuck right. into that. Right. And, you know, things age so much when you lock it into a very specific movie. Even if it's a franchise, but you lock it into only, like, let's say, the second movie. Like, let's say <clears throat> like you did, like, a Star Wars episode two. Well, then it feels very old. Whereas if it was just Star Wars in general, it's maybe not that big of a deal. But yeah, I, I think that time locking it in like that uh, is a very poor move. So I think with Deadpool, they just did a fantastic job of just saying, no, no, we're going to make a cartoon and we can do whatever the hell we want with it. Uh, and then it's timeless. <clears throat> and I think it paid off too because, I mean, they really dug deep on that where while you're playing you fight enemies it's so good but then it looks like a like a Mortal Kombat fighting game it's beautiful on the screen um, I appreciate the game I just I'll play it I like it mm-hmm. like when I play it on route but I would never buy one I don't think I just it doesn't click with me that I love it I think it's a very good game I love the different ideas that they came up with it like for instance just like we said, the actual fighting that's in it, um, a lot of different the modes that they have in it, it's just super cool. I'm very, very impressed with it. What other superheroes could you see them doing a similar taking a comic style instead? Sure. Like, what would make a good No, they, they, could, they could do that with so many different... Uh, let's just go with the two biggest players in the game when it comes to uh, comic books. That's Batman and Superman, okay? Okay, so they rumored, so they made an old, Atari made a Superman pinball machine. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then Stern has done two Batman games. Okay. Right. <clears throat> but those are movies. Or, they are. Or, yeah, one's based off the Dark Knight, one's based off, uh, well, Batman Dark Knight. The other Batman is Batman 66, so the 60s right. TV show. The Superman was based off whatever Superman was in the right. cartoon or whatever um, comic. But you're thinking they could do a new one. If you just did what Deadpool did, for instance, um, your art was just, let's say you hired Jim Lee, okay, to come in. He makes a lot of art for uh, DC. Actually, I don't know if he draws it all anymore. He's, the, he's in charge of all of DC now. But um, 
either way, if you had just comic art and kind of a similar idea where we're not going to lock ourselves into a certain era, we're going to be able to bring in all this more content now because we're just free willing it. We are using the IP of Batman, but since we're not locking ourselves into a certain era, we can use anything from from uh, any storyline. We can do whatever we want. We can have all sorts of Bat family in here. So you got Nightwing and Robin and maybe Batwoman or Batgirl and all this different stuff. Is there? But is there a animated version that you would rather see? I think a lot. So here's the problem. You got to be careful because if you mimic the 90s cartoon they're only going to want that i know i know that's what you were what you were thinking of um the 90s cartoon is going to be time locked again so i think you got to go outside of that you just got to like but isn't the newer batman and dark like nightwing stuff look like that like the animation looks the same you're talking about like in the comics no in in the in the tv series uh when you say newer one what do you mean wasn't there a newer one? A newer Batman? Uh, there, no, I, there hasn't been too many new Batman series. I guess there's the Justice League action series that's out and available right now. I don't know if they're still adding on to it or not. But they're constantly pumping out new Batmans. But I think what would be best is maybe if you just Hey, grabbed, like what about Superman Red Sun? That sure. looked like the 90s Batman animated stuff. What would be best is if you did something like that, but that was like a, a game mode. So say you're doing a whole entire thing about Superman. Let's say you unlock like your challenge mode. Well, that happens to be like this flip side. So all of a sudden, up on the, the screen comes an alternate dimension Superman, which is maybe Red Sun or something like that, or Bizarro or whatever you want. I don't, I don't really care. But you can come up with all sorts of cool ideas if you don't time lock them into a movie. If you only made it about Red Sun... I see, I'm then not trying to time lock. I'm trying to pick an animation. So, like, the s- 90s Batman mm-hmm. <clears throat> looks like Young Justice 2010, and it looks similar to similar to Justice League from 2016 to 18. Sure. I think you got to go with literally right out of the comics. So I think you got to go with, like, the new comic book. Just go like comics. Reborn series out of uh, the DC. If anyone knows what that is, it's just, like... Every now and then, they kind of recycle. Yeah, they, uh, they re- like reboot the story. Right. They did it just a couple, well, I don't know how many years ago, but it was like th- two to four years ago. Yeah. Marvel and DC did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then it was like, was it Marvel 52 or? I No, it was uh, 52, I think, is uh, is DC. Okay. But um, when, when you have like the DC Reborn, it didn't really matter who the artist was. They all kind of had a very similar looking art. So you could use that. Art style, maybe. I don't know, but that's not a com. That's not a cartoon. But I suppose you could. I mean, but if see, you wanted to use a cartoon, you could totally could. And the, the reason why Deadpool worked was that they had to make all new animations, but their animations were really just fighting. Mm-hmm. So I guess it depends on how they make the game. Is it you just fight people, or do you do what you know Rick and Morty's going to do and have a bunch of clips from the TV series? Which alleviates some of the work. Well, Rick and Morty is different because that's a cartoon and that won't be time locked just simply due to the fact that it is uh, a cartoon. Kind of like you, you, if you're going to do South Park, all it is is just that one thing. 
you know what I mean? Like they don't have multiple different yeah. versions of South yeah. Park. That's all it is. Well, yeah, because like Rick Dark and Morty Knight is not locked into the Dark Knight series, right? Like, like Rick and Morty doesn't have multiple different versions. Of Rick and Morty. It's well, technically, they're on all these universes. Okay, you know what you know what, you know what I'm saying. Uh, they only have one cartoon series. They don't yeah. have like multiple different versions and art and stuff like that. Or like a live action movie. So you'd be, but okay, let's just, we don't have to dive too deep in this. This yeah. wasn't supposed to go that way. But you would like a Batman or Superman? I think you could do anything, but I think the the first two games that need to come out are probably a Batman and Superman game. And if they could do it right, in a similar way that uh, Deadpool did it, these could be timeless games. Hmm. People, these are the two biggest IPs in comic books ever, are just those two characters. I'm just wondering if people are worn out of so many Batman. Superman, yeah, we could probably. Because they were talking about doing, you remember the Superman um, live action TV series? Yes. With Christopher Reeves? Yeah. They were talking about TV series that. or movies? TVs. Oh, was it a movie? I don't yeah, know. Mo- was, was mo- it movie series. Or yeah, movie series. They were talking about making that into a pinball machine? No. I, again, and I, I think it, I don't know if it got delayed or it just got dropped. I, I just, I really think that you should not lock yourself into a time era, kind of like when it comes to the Batman 66. Batman 66 is a good game. I'm not saying it's not. And th- that era is fun. And it's, it's cool in the way, kind of like a lot of these uh, stern games have been, where they're kind of exciting and colorful. It's cool. I'm not saying it's not. Um, but I think you could do much better by not era locking it or time locking it. Well, I mean, I guess with the 66, there was enough content and there's enough, there is a um, lot of content. You're right. Followers. And they could use it worth it. Right. And they can use a lot of clips. Oh yeah. A lot of clips. So that makes it even easier yet. Yeah. They don't have to make anything. They can just cut it out, put it in, but you're also selling it to that generation that, um, liked that. Mm -hmm. I was, I've been thinking about this and, Deadpool worked because it's it's it got rebooted right with the movie. Yeah, it's back in everybody's mind. It's totally different than everything else. Mm-hmm. He swears. Mm-hmm. He's rude. Mm-hmm. He's funny. I don't know if they would do another superhero one if it worked. X Men was kind of meh. Avengers was meh. X Men looks so cool. With the code update, I guess it got better. But he, Although- I haven't played it too much. All the X-Men that I have played have always been broken. Oh, sweet. They've always been broken. And the characters on it have always been broken. The guy who... Uh, did you go to my, his house with me? No. A local collector named Dave. He had one. He had like an Ellie or a premium. Mm-hmm. And um, he sold it before I could get a lot of games on it. Mm. Um, Was his in uh, good condition? Oh, well, yeah, he bought it brand new. Oh, okay. Well, even if he bought it brand new, that doesn't mean like a... Pinball didn't knock somebody's head oh, off yeah, or knock no, somebody's his arm off. Good condition. Gotcha. Um, it just didn't, and he sold it before the code became mature, mm-hmm. which was an issue for that era of Stern games where they just <clears throat> they didn't have the staff to support mm-hmm. games. They would just have to go to the next game and just say, "Well, fuck it. We 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 got to keep moving forward. We need sales need to keep rolling. Right. We don't have time. Right. Um. But I don't know." Unless DC has a comic book person that's different than everybody else, I think that... I think that you're probably right, though, when it comes to the actual character of Batman. They've just put out two recent pinball machines. You should put out another one. The only DC character I can see money behind 
is Wonder Woman. Every, DC is so 50-50 every movie that comes out that it's not worth taking the gamble. Marvel, they were hitting, even if the movie was a stinker, it was making money. Sure. Big, big Sure, time, sure. That makes which sense. Which is why they could probably do more Marvel games. Did they ever make an X-Men movie game? No, this X Men was based on the like a comic. Well, I, I know that, but I'm saying, did they ever make like an X like an X two? Remember that movie that came out? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, did they ever make one for that? No. Okay. Look, this it's based off the art, kind of from the no, the cartoon. A, it's a beautiful game. Uh yeah. It's a gorgeous game, and that again is not being time locked because it's just off of comic book art, and it's oh. I forgot how um, great this looks. It's based off the X-Men I remember. Right, the the 90s X-Men. It's the cartoon show Mm -hmm. and the comics. Mm -hmm. Looks just like all that. It's great. Right. It didn't didn't use some spinoff version. It used the main, most obvious version of uh, the X-Men, which is kind of, its its height was in the late 80s and 90s when they all kind of were wearing... Well, the outfits that you're normally yeah, used like to. Wolverine use. is yeah, yellow and blue. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas the, you can the, the get the classic look. Yeah, when you can get some spinoffs where they're like, they're all wearing the exact same outfit or something like that, and it's like, okay, well, that's not what we're thinking of. Um, remember when we were talking about that uh, the challenge mode on Jurassic Park? Yeah. On the forum, someone said that Ghostbusters has a challenge mode. Really? That needs to be downloaded, obviously. Well, I have the newest code on it. Okay, so you, you might already have it right now. But he, no one ever then verified. Huh. So I'm curious if it actually does. I've never tried it. I did not know about it. If it does. Do you think that you're able to activate it the same way, just using yeah, both flippers? should have to hold both. We'll have to try it out. I don't know. I. Yeah, it's worth a shot. Just holding the two flippers, it's, it doesn't take much effort. We can at least try it. Yeah. Um... Okay, now, we've done a lot of bunny trails here, but I just kind of want to just revert back just for one second. I still think that Sega should come out with a pinball machine. Here's the problem. I'm listening. I think if Sega was going to do this, Mm -hmm. they have to make new virtual pinball games. Okay. Stern owns the rights to their pinball machines. So it it would be like a partnership if Sega wanted their name on it. That's fine. You know, then fine. Then it actually needs to go the other way. But then the hard part Stern is... Stern needs to come out with it, and then... You have to license, like... Use some advertising Like from all the Sega. licensing, right? Like right. If you did Baywatch, you have to get all that licensing. And then Batman Forever, all that dumb licensing. So you just get... From, like, Warner Brothers? Yeah. You just get... You get So you have to go back on the track multiple times, you think? Oh, I don't think they would ever do it. But don't you own those indefinitely? Or do you think that they're, they're time expired? No, you own the game like license but you don't own the rights to use that you know batman from that movie right because you had to license it from them and then you have a licensing time frame okay so you can produce create sell during that contract but to try to reproduce it all over again <clears throat> make it all... you'd have to go right back to Warner brothers you'd have to go right back to whoever owns uh baywatch and start this whole entire shebang all over again gotcha <clears throat> interesting so yeah the only way you could really do this is if you had stuff that was original ips which they don't have any Original IPs to Sega because they don't have any like Sonic and Knuckles uh, games. Or anything How like did that. they not make a Sonic? It's so stupid! It's so stupid. I would. Here and here's all they have to do. All they need to do is partner up with someone else. And again, I these guys already roll up into little balls all the time. This is an easy one-to-one concept to pull off. Come on. 
Here, and that's the thing. You know what would do great on route? A Sonic pinball machine. Totally. Totally. Would. And if you, like Stern used to do these redemption versions where there's like a, t- like a car, like a ticket spitter router. Oh, yeah, that'd be perfect. So you would, I don't think they did good, obviously, because they don't still exist. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing them. Um, but you would, you want young kids? I mean, they still know Sonic. I like the idea of Redemption Pinball. Clearly, it's not a thing, huh? Maybe because you have some really good pinball uh, players, and since we know the Redemption games, for the most part, are either going to cheat to knock you out, or they're very gambly. And if you have a really good pinball player, there's no gamble in this. Or not even a good pinball player. Uh, An average pinball player, either way, you get to control the ball, in theory. But if you had some kind of mechanism that was constantly rotating to suck this ball down, and you by accident hit this hole, it would have to be something like that. You'd have to have something very gambly on the play field to remove the ball, like a rotating hole that constantly keeps moving around. And that's the problem. Then you turn into a, it's a gambling device. I mean, obviously, if you don't, if you're spitting out tickets, it's fine because that's what redemption games Correct. are. Correct. Otherwise, you just it just. Drains like a normal ball. The problem is your your times are so low, mm-hmm. and it's for a dollar. I mean, I think all the other games are a dollar. Mm-hmm. And you would have to base the redemption off of points. You could not base it off of time. Otherwise, you could just sit there and hold the ball for ten minutes. Yeah, correct. Yeah, you'd have to. But then there's there there will be good players that do exploit. And you would have to have a time limit on it in the first place. So it has a oh. time limit of three minutes max. That is constantly ticking down. Here, they could do it like this. Uh, going nuts did it. You literally had, yeah, you have X time. So you have three minutes. The balls just, you, you drain, but the balls just keep firing out. So you just can play. Okay. You, you play the entire three minutes. Because then that takes away some of the short, like if people got frustrated, the ball would drain and they're done. But like if you were, nope, you have three minute play time. We'll keep firing out a ball uh, if you drain. But mm-hmm. you get three minutes. Boom, done. Right. That would make sense. You and you should be able to mathematic. You should be able to mathematically figure out what's the maximum amount of points that they could actually get. That way, it's not going to break your bank if you have some really good players that come in and they just know exactly how to hit. Have something. you seen the toys that you get for the amount of tickets? They're ripping I'm not everybody. talking about our local joint here, oh. which is a goddamn joke. I'm talking about like <laughs> anywhere else around the U.S. I guess that you just has to based on Dave and Buster's. Hey, yeah, P3 put games at Dave and Buster's. P3. They do this like they have a TV screen uh, as the play field kind of thing and modular play systems. And so they they have some experience on routed games. There you go. There you go. At at a center like that. Interesting. Yeah. No one responded to my challenge mode in Ghostbusters. So I'm assuming either that guy just made up that or something. Okay. But it would be cool if they did. I mean, that's the thing is like on most of my games, I've never been to the final mode. Mm-hmm. Unless I sell the game and I go in there and poke my fingers around, right? So, or I play and then block the drain. I think it's a really cool idea. One because they really build up these last modes as like a god mode, and everyone's trying to get to that mode. Well, here, anybody has a chance to play it whenever they want. It's really cool. Yeah, and it's its own score. It, it's right, like it's yeah. not going to wreck the main game. Absolutely, and I think that's the best part is that it's on its own. It's not going to be a part of your top ten over here. Like, it's not going to ruin the people that are 
trying to play for the top scores. This is completely separate. It has its own score ranking and stuff like that over here. But you still get to enjoy it and even compete against other people with it. Mm-hmm. I was going to text one of the bartenders and see if people have been. Because I tried to, you know, I'm not on their main account and you're, you don't do that anymore for them. Right. So, like, I posted up to our Twin Ports Facebook group. But uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know if the, those, the local players are on that. Because there's a couple players that are big. Only only a handful are. I think what you should do is you should post to that and then maybe to like the Twin Cities one. A lot of people are on the on the Twin Cities one just because there's not one out that's up here besides one that we created. And I don't think a lot of them know that it exists. Because I, I get to see all the requests come in on that fa- uh, Facebook group and I don't really see any coming in. I don't know. I feel like... Also, we're not pushing it that much either. Yeah, but I feel too too small time to like go to the Twin Cities group. <laughs> I post stuff to the Twin Cities group all the time, including stuff just from that local bar. Like if you do something, like if they get a new game, or if you do some kind of new uh, update to it, like you put new LEDs and stuff on it, not only do anything that gets posted, like our Twin Ports one, I then just copy it and post it over into the Twin Cities. And I actually get a lot of comments on from people who travel up to the Twin Ports fairly often, or even if they don't, they still comment on it, like, oh, that looks really cool. And then maybe they'll tag a friend who happens to live in the Twin Ports. Ah. For those who are outside of our little tiny bubble, the Twin Ports and the Twin Cities <laughs> oh, yeah. are, are about uh, two and a half hours apart, maybe three hours apart. Yeah, um, I guess if you're on the south side of the cities right, and you drove to the middle of Duluth, it'd be almost three hours. Yeah. Right. And uh, the Twin Ports is uh, Duluth and Superior and the Twin Cities. Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah. Superior, Wisconsin. Correct. We are literally a bridge apart. A couple bridges. Yep. Um, I couldn't throw a rock. Maybe if you were at the Park Point to Stevens Point, you could probably throw a rock. You easily could throw a rock from there. But, um, yeah, it's a couple minute drive. Right. Um, so it's just Sundays like, well, it's before... About, about three bridges span the bay. One yeah. in the middle, one on the one side, and one that everyone South, talks about yeah. that everyone thinks like, is okay. cool. Yeah. Before Sunday, or before the last year, when you couldn't buy alcohol in Minnesota, we would just come to Superior. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it, everyone thinks of the Twin Ports as basically one item, except for anyone who's trying to pay taxes. <laughs> 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 you're like, wait a minute, these are two wholly separate things entirely. But, uh, and that's probably, honestly, how people feel about when they uh, are down in, like, Kansas City. We have one side, Kansas City, Missouri, and one Kansas City, Kansas. It's the... Oh, like Fargo-Moorhead. Right. Of, it's yeah, it's the same city, Minnesota. just split by a... a, a river. Yeah. And a, and a line, an mm-hmm. imaginary line that we humans created. Right. <clears throat> but Speaking uh, of that, which, we were talking, Dan and I, in the pinball group, about making a day trip down to the cities. But with my second kid on the way, I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. Like, run down there in the morning, play at SS Billiards, Tilt couple other places and come back i would i think it'd be super cool could probably do it on a work day like take a day, take a day off work i've never been to tilt and i think tilt would be so awesome to go to i have a bunch of quarter or coins from there and i they're they switched to quarter play now so i can't use them that's so really i have a bunch close. of money that's well you have coins right now that i'm looking at uh that are from <laughs> taco shut arcadia. down taco yeah taco arcadia ah uh, it's a bummer it was a really great concept really um, good idea and it just i poorly executed we obviously we have our you know we're couch quarterbacks totally i mean we didn't own it we didn't try to run it we didn't just from the outside say you're doing this wrong <laughs> but um 
And I kind of, not that I'm, I'm like, I've never ran one, but I offered my help and opinion and um, any any suggestions I could give him, and they really didn't want it. Um, I offered even the tech help, and he never really reached out. Um, I I don't think the game's not working all the time was a big deal. I think it was, the f- you, you can't make money on games, even if you had that many. That wasn't the point of it. The point of those games were supposed to be entertainment, and you were supposed to make money off of the food and the alcohol. And when they first opened, it was expensive, and they were only that. They they weren't catering to the correct market. They were catering to their standard OMC Duluth Grill market. Right. So, for the, again, those who are not inside of our small little bubble right now, in that area of town of Duluth, uh, it's all very hipster. Yeah, it's the new upcoming. It's like a, I would say, a millennial park, right? It is. It's very hipster. It's very millennial. It's very craft bre- brewery. Tons of. No, well, I was like, two, one of the cider no, houses closed. There's like seven craft breweries of different f- shapes and forms down there. Yep. Um, it's a. It's a very fun place to be. Honestly, it's it's highly entertaining. They have all sorts of different kind of foods down there, and I like it a lot. It is very overpriced compared to the rest of town. Rest of the Twin yeah. Ports in general, it's very overpriced. Because it's crafty. Right. I'm, I'm not even saying it's not worth the money. It is probably worth the money. I'm just saying... You're not going com- there every day. Oh, right. Yeah, it's not your local dive bar. Absolutely. Compared to everywhere else in town, it's significantly more expensive. Now, so they're gonna, people are going to go into this arcade... And there's two issues. One is the broken machines. It really is a big deal. When half of the machines yeah. work, uh, your entertainment value is very I, low. Like, for instance, if I showed up to go watch a musician at a bar and they were just very poor, I wouldn't want to ever see that musician in that bar again. Like, if they said, hey, Jimmy Smith is down here playing again, I'm like, then I'm not going. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to hear that guy. Same with this. Like, if I have a bunch of poor experiences of going in there and the machines that I want to play don't work, like, for instance, that gopher game. Oh. Never once in the history of that uh, place being open did I ever get to play that gopher game. It never worked, ever. I got, didn't we play it one night, but it was, like, kind of half broken? Well, it was half broken, and then it, I think it... It broke while we were there. It broke while we were there. Because I was too. excited to play it. I was like, hey, it's working today. And then it broke, and I I never got to experience like a full game. I think it our ball got stuck somewhere, and it just the whole entire thing got shut down. Or like I think it went into a hole, never came <laughs> out again, ever. And I was like, cool, well, turn it off, I guess. <laughs> There's another one down. But um, So that was one issue, and like you said, the price tags were freaking huge on it. Um, and... I remember when they opened, and I didn't. I didn't see any uh, specials throughout the week. No, given we didn't go every day. No, I, but I mean, you're paying four to five dollars for a bottle of Corona. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a little much. I know. I, I think it was even more than that, to be honest. It was a lot. I feel like it was like five or six dollars a Corona. It was a very expensive Corona, and that's you know not the main reason why people are down there. Like the people who own that owned breweries, so they had like. Well, he doesn't own a brewery, but. He, oh, he doesn't? He, Tom owns, like, OMC, Duluth Grill. And they don't have any brewery of any kind? No. Okay. He was going to open that whiskey bar next to the OMC, which is a great barbecue pit joint. Sure. I mean, all, he really goes full on when he does his restaurants. Like, uh-huh. He goes in and research. Like, OMC, they went down south. They researched all the ways you can smoke and, and create food in for that kind of genre of food. And so OMC is packed every single day. 
it's overly packed. Like again, anyone who's traveling, because the Twin Ports is a tourist location. A lot of people come from all over, like the, the Midwest, to come see Lake Superior uh, at Duluth's harbors. And uh, if you were coming up here, I would highly suggest going down there and checking it out. But don't even try to sit in OMC because there is always an enormous wait. Go to any other bar nearby, and all of those bars allow you to order in food from nearby restaurants. So like, go to Bent Paddle, which has a really cool environment, great beer, and you can order in anything you want from OMC. So what we did was we would go to OMC if they were packed. We'd go across the street and do that, or... Uh, what's the place across the street? It's their deli. Yeah. So it's the same owner's deli. Right. We would, they have like giant coney dogs. Mm-hmm. I would just get a giant hot dog, two of them. Mm-hmm. Or you can have the food delivered, or we would go across the street, have a beer, wait, and when our table's ready, head back over. Right. But now what we do now with the kid, we order for pickup. Sure. Just swing in, grab your food, and take mm-hmm. off. Yeah, we usually always go to Ben Paddle. Because they have such a great environment there, and then we order it. Let me guess, you just play bubble hockey? No, I've never played bubble hockey once there. I'm not a big bubble hockey guy. Is it because you, you're bad at it? Yes. Yes. Want to battle? <laughs> we could battle on, on no. my old one. No. Uh, everyone here at the office has gotten either really good at bubble hockey or just stopped playing outright because uh, the people who are really good have begun to dominate the, the play field. Yeah, so back to the taco bar. Uh, I, they made so many good changes too late. Right. No, they, we, we went there right before we, we didn't know they were closing, but we went there. You like took, I had a bad day. You took me out to lunch there. I think we already talked about this on the mm-hmm. podcast, but like they brought in the menu from their other restaurants. Right. They brought in more beer, find like different selections mm-hmm. and they started doing specials at night. Right. Which but it was, was like, these are no brainers that they should have been doing right from the get go. Like college night. We have all these colleges around us. So have a college night. Have like a family night. So like, uh, I don't know what the time limit was, but like from this to this time, kids get to play like free. It's like, well, this is huge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dad can come down here, have a couple beers, and his kids just to, you know, get to play. And I think what happens is that the owner just kind of didn't know how to run a bar. He's running restaurants. Mm-hmm. And just kind of what happened. Um, also, running pinball machines is really fucking hard. And he learned that the hard way, unfortunately. Here's the problem. They bought 30 games from yeah. a barn find. Right. They're, they, they all have to be broken. Right. Like, one might work, three balls, and then it's broke. Right. Um, look, at, look at Mike at the Average Joe's. They have two games, brand new. Yeah. New games. Brand new games. These games should not be breaking so fast. I've had to go fix them a bunch. I yep. had my game there. It broke. took me, I mean, given... I have a young child, so I'm pulled away, but like, and it's not my full job, but it took me a long time to get down there to pull the game out. Pinball is hard. It sucks. And route, hobby routing is a giant time suck. If I could go after my wife went to sleep, I'd probably get a lot more done, but I'm tired. Right. And I'm the only one that wants to do and it. And also, you know, doing this as a hobby is completely different as like, for instance, they did have a full-time guy on staff, correct? Was he full-time or was he, he just like part-time? the hard part. Um, he was a worker and then off time would do that. And so there was really a hard balance of his work schedule, his work on pinball schedule, and then his sure. free time. Because he was very vested into the idea of doing this. And so he was spending lots of time, but he was running into taking, fixing pinball takes a lot of time. And so then... Right. I don't think Tom liked the amount of money that was having to be invested. Again, so that is <clears throat> something that he needs 
to understand like as a pinball bar that is something that needs to be basically be a full-time staff job well here's yeah here's what should happen yes full-time staff but instead of spending the money on 30 games you should have bought five brand new games for the same price Mm -hmm. or maybe more maybe you could have got seven brand new games done yeah less maintenance they will break but it'll be a lot less and you have a warranty and uh, probably newer, better IPs. Totally. Mm-hmm. And if you, re- if you really want to have some new stuff, get South Park. Big Buck Hunter. Stuff that's really going to draw people in. Yeah. But people love those games, and they spend a lot of money on them. Uh, what really drove me... It didn't drive me nuts, but it was frustrating because all these people from the cities were posting up on Facebook like, oh my God, this place has so many games, it's going to be great. And it's like, you want to say... He yeah. Um, don't get overly excited. Um, they might have a lot that are broken when you get there. And I'm glad they didn't get flamed on the Facebook groups and stuff. I ne- I haven't heard anything bad. We've spoken about some of the issues. Right. But I, I've, I've spoken out a little bit, but I've also been, I mean, considering how long that they've been around, I think I only spoke out maybe one time. Like I was watching one post and uh, the guy was saying, like, you guys got to check this out. And I was looking at it and I thought, you're sending up people from the Twin Cities who, as soon as they get here, they're going to be pissed because they traveled two hours. two hours. I mean, hey, if you're here for something totally different and this is just a sidebar thing, cool. Good on you. It doesn't matter. But if you came up here and this was maybe a primary objective, you would be pissed because 70% of the games are broken. It would be like us going to Tilt or SS Billiards. Totally. Or... Blainbrook and going, oh, half the games are broken. It's literally the exact same thing. Except for us heading down south instead yeah. of them heading up north. If I arrived at Tilt and 50% of the games were broken, whereas in this case, it was literally over 50% of the games were broken, I would be like, I'm out of here. This was a waste of my time. What else is around downtown? Which is the truth, but is really sad. I was really hoping that they would make it because it really, they did a tournament day on Deadpool and gave away a, a prize or something like they had the opportunity to be to make it totally and uh people would always like say to me like oh wouldn't you rather go I'm like dude it's the twin ports we are small we have a lot of people and there's like no place to play pinball yeah there is always room to have another bar yeah and they had a lot of games mm-hmm. i think that just like everything in life, you only have maybe one or two opportunities to make a first impression. You have the one opportunity, and then you maybe, maybe have a, a second opportunity to be like, hey, we have this you know, new thing that came out. Come on down and check this out. And then a lot of people will sometimes come down for that second opportunity. Like, All right, I'll give you a second chance. Whereas, you know, they, I've given them... We've been a plethora of chances. Times. Yeah, we've given them a whole bunch of chances. And it, the first time down there, I, I was kind of impressed. You actually, the first time down there, were not impressed with it. But you gave it a couple shots, and you actually enjoyed it, whereas I kind of continuously, as I went, disliked it more and more. I was going to say, oh, we had an out-of-town coworker come from Seattle. Portland, yeah. Portland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we took Joe down there, and he was like, yeah, so when you come to Portland, uh, all our games are mint. Yeah. And it's like, it is a bad taste. And we have a co- bunch of coworkers here in the office in Superior. Mm-hmm. And they talked about going to the taco bar only one time. And they had fond memories. 
because they're not pinball people. So like, even if the game was half broke, they probably wouldn't know. But they only went once. Right. Like, we went all the time. Like, I was trying to make it so that we would go to, like, Average Joe's one week. Second week would be uh, Taco Bar and then uh, artwork. Like, rotate. Yeah. And so, I remember me and you have been there six, ten times or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it never changed. Until, it was, again, until it was too late. I'm At the end, I, I want to give them, uh, I want to applaud them for a lot of the changes that they made. They did not really... Uh, they didn't the fixing was well, sure. They didn't advertise the changes they made, and I think that really would have with the the changes they did make were great. It would have been great to see that early on. Totally. But then they didn't market the changes they did, so no one knew. That yeah, yeah, just you know, throw it on the radio. Throw it on the radio. I mean, I know that a lot of people are listening to Spotify more than they are the radio nowadays, but still put it on the radio saying, "Hey, it's college night at whatever," which means yeah, look dot what you dot did. dot. You can tailor Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. Ads absolutely to people in the area, and for that matter, you can make uh, uh, Spotify advertisements. You can make advertisements anywhere. You can go where the people are. Just okay. Again, whatever your target market is, there's probably a perfect you know spot to put that ad. Yeah, man, I don't listen to much of Pandora or Spotify anymore, but I'm gonna have to know that my XM expired. Yeah, so they would have they could have targeted me. They could have easily targeted. Yeah, again. They know what their target demographic was, which was... Maybe they didn't. Well, how about this? They knew what their area demographic was, and they didn't hit it correctly, or they should have never targeted that group in the first place. Because who they were gunning for were the millennial hipsters of that area, that location, when I say area. The problem, too, is they were making themselves a location. Like, they were making themselves a destination for pinball people. Yes. Yes. And I think the letdown once you're there didn't help. If like down in the cities there's a lot more pinball people that are active online. Yep. And they talk, man, when when Tilt gets a new game or SS Billiards or whoever gets a new game, it spreads like wildfire and people are there like that night. So if if that would have happened up here, I think it would have been a lot better. I mean, I think they made a lot of money off of a small amount of people because there, uh, I remember <clears throat> there was a couple guys that always had their names at the top of all it was these the son and games. the dad. Yeah. And the son lived right up the street and the dad would always come over there. Right. So I, mean, I met him when he, um, I met him there playing Black Knight uh-huh. and then I saw him up at uh, Average Joe's one night too. Yeah, I mean, at minimum, they had a very uh, consistent small group of people that were going there. Oh, yeah. But... To get that higher demographic, of you can't people. have you can't have under five people just like supporting no. the, all the arcades. It's not going to work. Period. Because also, again, those people are there to play games, so you're only going to make quarters off of them. That's not going to pull in the money maker, which is liquor. You need people to show up as just this is only entertainment. I'll slap some games around, have a fun time with my buddies, but I'm here to actually drink. And that's what I meant about he wasn't a bar owner. Like he opened a bar. And might have not had the experience. Where gotcha. you talk to Mike, who owns the Average Joe's and the Rex, and he'll tell you all about owning a bar. And it is all about drinks. Right. Right. Whether it's food. He gets free them. food away. Yeah. He gets free food away. Mm-hmm. He'll do super cheap food. I mean, $2 for a burger. Right. Are you kidding me? That's unheard of. Right. 
at a bar. Well, I mean, that's pretty common to have a night. But that's because they, that's why they do that. Because you might break even or lose a little bit on food. Right. But you are making money on drinks. Right. And that's the whole entire point, whether it be anything, whether it be musicians that you're bringing in or arcade machines that you have sitting there. Whatever you're using to bring in people, the only point that it exists is to make you liquor money. Yeah. So Mike, he, 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 want, he, he has worked with me for a while now on pinball machines and... I think he knows that pinball sucks. It sucks to maintain a pinball machine. Mm-hmm. Um, the games at the Rex do not get enough love. I don't like going there. The hours are weird. I could probably hit up his son who runs it and get in early, but it's just rough because the hours there. But average Joe's, we can we're not too far from. But ah, you got to clean them. You got to fix them. And they bring in some people, but like there's some pinball players who don't drink alcohol. Right. Now, the people on the internet tell you, hey, you should at least buy pop. Like, buy something to help support because they have to pay for these machines. Well, totally. Um, and so there's, there's nights that when I wasn't drinking, I would get like a, you know, sparkling water and lime or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I would just leave a big tip because the bartenders would just give it to me for free because it's like pennies. Right. Um, but then I, I pay for all the pinball games. Like, we're not putting free credits on stuff. Mm-hmm. But... He wants the pinball machines to help bring people in because there is a small, pretty hardcore pinball group, but it's a handful of people. It's five. Yeah, it's not it's not big when it comes to these different bars. But like the Monsters was a smash hit for the first three months. Do you remember that? Yeah, it brought it made, in people all over the place, which I was really surprised at, at the draw that it had. It had a lot of draw. And I don't understand. It must have been the theme. It had to have been because uh, Jurassic Park, which I personally think is better does not have near the draw that Monsters did. It has less play. It has half the plays that Monsters has. Right. Monsters made 2,500 plays, I'm assuming, in three, four months. Mm-hmm. And when you have to pay that game off, right. that's a bunch of money. Yep. Um, we had talked to Mike about doing the whole buy a game, route it, and then three, four months when the next game drops, you know, sell it, get the next game. So you're pretty much buying one every quarter. And um, we could probably start doing that, like with the Munsters. But I think he wants to, I've been bugging him to sell the old games at the Rex because they're just kind of night, maintenance nightmares. I've already replaced a bunch of boards and stuff on them. And they just need to be, they're just TLC, right? Like the rubbers are breaking, the coils are getting dirty. Like things are just, but they get beat on on college night. Like mm. not even played, just beat on because they're in the room. Sure. Kids are sitting on them, shoving them games around. Like, they move the games. Do you remember where Pac-Man? Yep. They move them over there now. Okay. So next to the DJ booth. Okay. So they're in a prime location, so people are either going to be playing them and or they're literally going to be putting their drinks on them or doing whatever. Yeah, I remember, I remember trying to pull, fix Batman, and the glass was stuck. Yeah, because there's so much beer yep. just rotted in there. And so, like, part of me is just like, don't bring games there. Like, I don't understand. He's a handful of, like, dedicated patrons to that location but he doesn't have too many years left on his lease so it's just like just limp these games man that they're good games to sell Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when you're done totally hey do you want to buy a pinball machine no i got a couple games for hey do you want to buy a pinball machine i got i got a couple games so steve has has given up 
We hey, we could fix that one. We can fix Dragon. I know. I, we've actually already discussed this a couple times. I think we can fix it. I think we should fix it. So we just need the power supply rebuild mm-hmm. kit. Because mm-hmm. I told you that the power supply was not outputting the right voltage. And or I rip out all those um, LEDs and put in just... With the no, old. it's not going to fix it. Okay. It was working, though, before I put it in the dollar bulbs. It sort of worked. System ones, man, they're kind of shitty. It's weird. Either way... Um, I mean, as I said before, I don't know how many episodes ago it was, I have a two system one Gottliebs that I was going to sell. I was just going to bundle them and dump them off at a pretty ridiculous price. Uh, Well, a fairly cheap price that uh, you thought was ridiculous. But then just the other day you said you should sell it at this price. And I kind of looked at you like, that was the price that I said that we were going to sell it. Yes. It was Price one game for the price that you're going to sell both games. Oh, that's what you're saying. You want to sell them both for that? Each for that. Okay, that's understandable. Okay, then hey, we're on the same page now. I thought you were saying the same thing that I had said before, and I was like, that is the number. That is the number that you complained about. (laughs) So here, I think we try to build this kit. It's 20 bucks from Big Daddy Enterprises. We did it. To no, here's what we do: we swap the power supply board from Roller Disco to Dragon. Sure, see if it works. Okay, let's give it a shot. I unfortunately shipped all my boards from my two system ones out, so I can't like let you borrow one. How long ago did you do that? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't gotten paid yet though, so I gotta hit them up again. Huh? Uh, a couple weeks ago. Really? Mm-hmm. It seems like it was a lot longer than that. Okay, but whatever. And then I think we do that. Hey, it's a good idea. Now, honestly, anything to make money off these machines at this point, I'd be happy about. And the money that I can make off of Dragon will make up for a lot of the money that I'm either going to lose and or break even on uh, Roller Disco. And I, I can't even play Roller Disco right now because it, it doesn't play, which is a bummer because I played that game for a long time. And it was kind of like, hey... It may not play properly, but at least it still plays. But now it won't even play. What? Yeah. It doesn't play at all. Did you not know that? that oh, I probably because I unplugged it. No, 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 no. It doesn't play at all. Like, it, the no, ball doesn't load anymore. No, I, I unplugged the power supply. Because there was one night I was here, and I was like, I'm going to swap the power supplies. And then I unplugged a bunch of things, and then I was like... Well, how long uh, ago was that? Like, months? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, and that may be what it is, then. And I, went, I unplugged your power supply board, and then no, I went... No, but yeah. it turns on right now. Yeah, the game will turn on without the power supply board. That just brings power, it t- converts it okay, then to hey. DC for the lights. And, and then we figured out what my, what my problem was because I turned it on and I was like, okay, now I'm just doubly broken. <laughs> so, Both machines are bro- bro- broken. And then what happened was I either didn't have the tools with me, so I said, ah, oh, fuck, and I just like walked away. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> that works. That's good to know. I love leaving you uh, high and dry on that, but I figured you would never play it. Well, honestly, I didn't play it very much, and but when I did try it and it didn't work, I just walked away depressed, like "fuck this shit." <laughs> I was like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> um, what are you gonna do? Are you just gonna sell those and be done? Are you gonna be done with pinball? I want to just buy virtual pinball for a while. <gasps> that is a great idea. You are the perfect candidate for virtual pinball. I know I'm the perfect candidate for for virtual pinball because I like pinball. I enjoy playing pinball. But I do not like the tinkering aspect of it. I thought I did. And you know what? I did more when I was completely single 
and I had a lot more time on my hands. But um, I just don't have any time anymore. And maybe, again, I think I've said this a thousand times, maybe if the machines were in my house, I would tinker with it more. But I still think just the way my schedules exist currently, it, it's just too much. So in my world, if I had a virtual pinball machine that had multiple games on it, five games. No, you could have more. Fine. But just for the sake of it, five games. I would much rather have that virtual machine, even though it's not as cool as a real machine, but I know I can hop on this, play some games, kind of enjoy myself, and as long as it has like some shaker motors and stuff on it, so I get a little bit of reverb, not reverb, feedback, uh, it would be totally worth my money and my time to purchase that. And I would really enjoy it, personally. I know my kids would enjoy it a lot, too. So, what happens when Arcade 1-Up releases their Star Wars pinball? I'll buy it. You'll just buy it? Yeah, probably. I mean, obviously, they need to put a price tag on it before I buy it. I really but think they're going to be around 500 I have been staring at a 1-Up like, at Walmart. Which one? The one that uh, has uh, the X-Men and everything on it. That's, they don't do X-Men. They have an X-Men, for sure. No, they do not. They have an Ninja Turtles. They have Ninja Turtles, and I think that they have an X-Men. They don't. They have a Marvel. Oh. They don't have any kind of X-Men at all? I believe you. I believe you. It's fine. Either way. Um, I've been staring at a couple then. I've been looking at Marvel. They have Marvel then, Heroes Arcade. And there's no turtles on that? What, what's on Turtles? Turtles in Time and... The other Turtles? Yeah. That's a bummer. That's a waste of time. They need to be putting... Okay, so I guess on the Marvel cabinet, they have X-Men Children of Adam. Bup, bup, bup. <laughs> well, well, well. It's only, <laughs> it's only two-player. And it is different. That's an actual fighting machine instead of like the Turtles in Time where you're traveling along like the path. I so, don't want a fighting game, I've realized. I don't like fighting games. I enjoy I, them, not in my house, because not that I don't like them, but like, I don't know. They're just... I don't think the replay's there. I agree with you wholly. And when I think of Street Fighter, when I think of all these other games, I think that they're great games. I don't want to buy one at all. I have zero want to buy one of those. Whereas I really want to buy the X-Men, when just like Turtles, the Turtles game. Whatever you want to call that genre where they're kind of traveling along the street like that. Yeah, they're a beat-em-up or whatever. Like yeah. Street Fighter. No, 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 no. Streets of Rage. Or uh, Final Fight. Turtles. Double Dragons, whatever yep. it's called. Golden Axe. Yeah. Those are all super cool, and I like those a lot. God, because they're co-op. Yeah, they're fun. Oh, you know NBA Jam? You missed it. When we were at CES, I walked by. They had a giant NBA Jam. It's going to have online. You told me about this. We had yeah. one. Just think. If they start putting that, like, what if they enabled online for the Turtles or they made X-Men? You could play co-op with your buddies. That's really cool. Oh, you know, speaking of which, like, I just played co-op for Castle Crashers for the very first time ever, and uh, that was tons of fun, because normally I don't ever have enough people to mm. fill out a Castle Crashers game, whereas I tried the online for the very first time ever, and one, you could just see people who are really good at this game and, like, devoted to this game, like, show up and just have all these crazy moves, but on top of that, uh, I had a full entire squad, which I thought was neat. I'd never had a four-person squad of Castle Crashers before. Dang. 
I love co-op games. I love co-op games so much. Mm-hmm. I live for them. Mm-hmm. And then I never play them. It is a bummer. But at the same time, uh, yeah, they exist out there. You should try them. <laughs> um, I think the hard part is like turtles. You have to be all in the same room. Yeah. And I never have I that mean, many. Here's the thing. Those games are definitely uh, built, to, when they say multiplayer, is for your co couch co-op multiplayer. It's you being there with your buddies, laughing and trying to accomplish this. Whereas if they're in a, some rando in Arizona trying to play with you, it's going to be a lot different, I think. Well, I mean, but if like if you had the same game and we, could, we were able to play co-op, Mm-hmm. I think we could do some sort of like phone and we could yell and sure. I mean, Makes I don't sense. Know. this is what I want. My hydro thunder. I had, a, I had to grab my little, uh, mod, my Arduino module. I need to do this still. I, I looked at it this morning. I was like, I need to wire this up and make the throttle. I have the idea for the throttle. You have a lot of good ideas and you produce some, some pretty cool stuff that you should then go all the way in on and then make cash off of. You, you don't like my 90%, which I do at home as well. My wife You do it true. all the time. Like, there, you have so many cool things. Like, like that instance, ghost? Yeah, the ghost. The ghost is super cool. And if you would just finish that last little bit there, you, the could, re- you could have resell it. I, I don't think you could uh, do it now, but at, at the time, you could have easily resold that I've, for probably look. like 500 bucks. People what? would have bought it. It was like the Alexa ghost, right? Yeah. They're not even available to buy anymore because uh, people had such a huge backlash against it. I don't think you can buy it anymore. Do you see it? Because it was it was blatant false advertising, like the way that their commercials were set up. Oh, dude, they totally. made it look like the Alexa Ghost had an actual Alexa in it, where it was only an accessory that you had to have your own Alexa already, like a like a a dot or you know a large Echo or something like that. So you had to have an Alexa device, and then also have this one hundred dollar accessory. That is only there for looks and uh, some blinking lights and a voiceover. But again, to talk to that, you had to have an Alexa nearby and you'd have to say something stupid like, Alexa, tell ghost to dot, dot, dot. Mm. So this long sentence. And uh, by the way, you never needed that to begin with because it's just a skill that you have Alexa download. So you could just tell any Alexa anywhere, hey, Alexa, tell ghost dot, 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 and she can do it. You had no reason to ever buy that $100 accessory. And once people figured out that, they all returned them because they were so pissed off at what they got. So I've tried to find other people that I thought someone would, would make this, what sure. I did. And no one's done it. No one's done it. And that's why I'm saying, like, when you, especially in the moment when people were so pissed off, you could have made probably thousands of dollars. I think I uploaded the video on my YouTube account that is currently closed down. Yeah. When are we going to fix that? I don't know. Like probably tomorrow. Can you just... Probably tomorrow. Can we tomorrow. just hit that guy up right now while we're thinking about it? Uh, sure. Let me go pee first. I'll go with you. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Are we going to wrap this up? God, you just want to. This is what I deal with. Steve just leaves me all the time. All right, but tell you what, we, we're gonna have to wrap it up. We're gonna have to wrap it up because uh, we, we got stuff to do. So much pinball. I like this episode. <laughs> it is a good episode. Because I only next time I'll tell you about the Witcher book. Okay, sounds good to me. Um, I forgot that you're reading that. All right, let's wrap this up, bookworm, and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll call it. We'll call it for today, and you can tell us all about uh, the Witcher book on the next episode.
All right, everybody. Go and check out our Facebook page. If we're posting anything on there, who knows? But <laughs> <laughs> I think I posted about the our our Jurassic Park update. I know you did. I know you did. So there is content that is going out there every now and then. It's just not as consistent as it used to be. Like I used to post like at least five things. You used things to enjoy our podcast. Well, <laughs> I still enjoy the podcast. I don't enjoy all the extra work of the social media and stuff like that. Back when I was a social media manager for a couple of companies, it was different because I was just Maybe there You should anyways. just automate it. Well, automation is not completely auto. I, I have to put it <laughs> in there Alexa. first. No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> Nothing works that way. Alexa, please post. Like I have to hand put it in there and then it on its own on its own will yeah, spit you, it you out. You pre-configure. Later. Absolutely. But anyways, we're gonna call it there. You guys have a great day and we'll see you next time. Don't forget to flip flip mash mash. That's right. Bye, Steve. See you, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>